Welcome to the Thrive Live Show. I'm your host, Donnie Prasad. They call me Pastor D. And I'm excited you've decided to connect with me on this podcast where we focus on thriving in life and leadership, not just surviving, but thriving. And as always, if this blesses or helps you in any way, please do share it with a friend. Now let's get into today's episode. God bless you guys. Thank you for being on with me again on another Thursday night. This is the Thrive Life Show. This is episode 30. Wow. We give God praise. I give God praise for what he's been doing um, uh, all year through this. And uh, I can't believe we're at episode 30. And I thank God for each of you that have been on with me. Uh, Some from the very beginning and some have joined us. Uh, you know, as these weeks have gone on. So thank you guys so much for being on tonight. And uh, Yvette, good to see you. Good to see you on. All right. God bless you. Come on in. Come on in. My man, Andrew, what's going on? (laughs) All right. Listen, I hope you guys have been doing well. I believe God has just given me a word for us tonight. And uh, yes, please, happy Thanksgiving to all of our American friends. God bless you, all everybody in the U.S. and abroad who might be celebrating Thanksgiving today. It's a good day to give God thanks. It's a, it's a good time every time and every day we want to give God thanks and praise. Amen. But I know those who are celebrating. Carol, good to see you. Come on in. Let's go. I'm going to get into it tonight. We're talking about water or waves. And I pray that this is going to be a blessing. Let me just make one announcement um, just regarding next week. We're still thriving next week. All right. We're still going to be on Thrive. Uh, Denise, good to see you. Thank you guys for joining and for sharing. Now, next week, though, I I mentioned that I've started and been using the Pastor Donnie Prasad page. This is just for Facebook. So this announcement is just for those on Facebook. Next week, we're going to be shifting and going live, not from my personal um, Donnie Prasad page, but I'll be live on the Pastor Donnie Prasad Facebook page. Okay, so if you haven't followed the Pastor Donnie page, it really is just called that Pastor Donnie Prasad. Um, please follow that page. I'm starting to use that page more actively on Facebook and put out you know, a lot of the things that God gives me on that page. But for everybody on IG, it'll be just the same for you. Okay, so make sure you follow on Facebook and you can, you know, when you join a page, there's a three buttons at the top near the more button that you can click. And choose your follow settings. So make sure you see everything um, that goes that whenever the page goes live or I'm live or whatever else. All right. So please remember that next week and let's get into it tonight. Water or waves. God is just so amazing. God knows how to talk to you. God knows how to talk to us and to get our attention. And last Friday, last Friday, I was having a, a conversation with Avenel, who is one of uh, a part of the Thrive community, and she's on part of the Thrive family, and we were just um, having a discussion. And uh, in in talking with her, she said to me that you know, praying, she's praying for strength to step out uh, and and walk on water, and not allow the waves to cause her to feel overwhelmed. And she went, so she wrote some things and then she said she's praying for strength to walk on water and not be overwhelmed by the waves. Come on. And the moment, the moment that she I read that message, 
I wrote her back instantly and I said, you know, the spirit of God literally just grabbed my attention um, when she when she wrote those words. And I wrote her back and I said, you just triggered the next Thrive Life session this Thursday night. Uh, what you just said to me, God just literally just grabbed my attention on those words, um, water and walk. I didn't tell her what the title is, but I said next Thursday night when I go live, I'm going to give you the shout out and the credit because what you just said to me, literally, God just grabbed me. And that's how it is. Sometimes you'll say something to somebody, just a casual conversation. She would just, her and I were just exchanging and just saying what's up and and sharing um, some thoughts. But God literally like grabbed me and spoke to me and said, this Thursday, we're talking about water um, or waves. A lot of us are dealing with so many things. So I want you to really make sure you're, you're sensitive and you're listening to God. And in, in, even in the things you say, you might say it casually, but not recognizing how God could use what you say. And God used her in that moment just to get me. Uh, and, I, I, and I was fired up from then. And you know what? I really want to share, with, share on this tonight just to encourage us because I believe... As I've been praying for a lot of people and, 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 and different requests have been coming in, I believe many people are dealing with different kinds of storms, different kinds of storms in your life. And 2020 has been a year that you can describe as, as a storm. Dio, good to see you. Good to see you on. You can describe 2020 as a storm that has brought a storm that has come with so many different issues and challenges. And right now, I believe there are people dealing with a lot of different storms in your life from whether it's finance, whether it's, it's in a relationship, whether it's academic, whether whatever it is, God has a word for you tonight. Literally what I'm going to deal with tonight is how we're going to deal and how, we, how, how can we make it through these storms and are we going to deal with water or waves? Are we going to walk on water or are we going to watch the waves? And if you know, you already can tell I'm talking about Jesus walking on the water tonight and Peter walking on the water. But we're dealing with water or waves. And that is the question we're going to answer tonight. As we deal with these storms, I believe God is going to speak to us tonight how we can deal with this. And we're going to be we're going to walk on water. Let's be bold like Peter. Yes, sir. I like it. So let's go. Let's get into it tonight. God bless you. Thank you for sharing the sharing the live and inviting and tagging somebody as we get into tonight's session. All right. Now, the background to the story, many of you would know this and people who don't know the Bible very well know this story about Peter walking on the water. Now, Jesus had just finished the time of ministry with his disciples and he put them in the boat and he said, listen, get in this boat. You find this in three different Gospels, uh, Matthew 14. He puts them in the boat and he says, listen, you guys go. I'll meet you on the other side. And then Jesus leaves them. What does Jesus do? He goes to the mountains and he's praying. Jesus goes and le- leaves them and everything was good when he left them. And he, and he went to a he went up to the mountains to pray. And when, of course, they went out on the water and they were, as they were going across the water, a massive storm came and they were caught in the middle of a storm. And then uh, they, they didn't know what to do. They thought everything was over. And it was, you know, these are experienced fishermen and they know how to manage a boat. But they, they thought that they were dealing with, you know, something that was going to take them out. But Jesus turned it around for them. All right. So let, let's now listen. The Sea of Galilee, where this takes place, we had an amazing opportunity to be in Israel uh, two years ago, and the Sea of Galilee is an is an incredible, uh, an incredible sea. It is 
uh, it's surrounded by mountains and it's the lowest body of water in the world. It's the lowest freshwater lake in the world. It's about 209 meters below sea level. So because it is so low, Lizanne, happy birthday. Good to see you checking in. God bless you. Kenneth, good to see you. Because this body of water is so low, low below than the sea level, and it's surrounded by mountains, this was a, this is a place that was known for sudden storms. It might be peaceful, it might look good, and then all of a sudden you'd, you'd be hit by a sudden storm. So storms on the Sea of Galilee were normal. My wife and I, we had an amazing time in Israel, and we renewed our wedding vows, and we wanted to do it symbolically on the Sea of Galilee. Um, I said we decided that we, we wanted to renew our wedding vows on a boat in the sea because it was symbolic to us because it was on a boat that Peter stepped out of the boat and he followed Jesus. We, wanted, we did it symbolically on that boat because we want our life and our ministry to be about stepping out and following Jesus. So I proposed, to, I proposed again, and we renewed the vows right there on the Sea of Galilee, and I was ready. If she said no, I was just going to jump. All right, so she couldn't say no. The Sea of Galilee, so it was, it was beautiful. Beautiful there. We had a chance to even swim in that water. But here's what happened. And we went swimming in the Sea of Galilee. It was amazing. But this, this place was known for sudden storms. It wasn't, it, 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 and it had killed many fishermen and killed many men trying to cross the sea sometimes when these sudden storms would hit. It was peaceful. Everything looked good when Jesus sent them out and they were hit with a storm. And look at what happened. The Bible says this, um, Jesus, Mark 6, 48, Jesus saw them rowing and toiling and the wind was against them. Jesus was on the mountain and these men were fighting for their life. They were in a fight. The, the, the storm was heavy um, and, and, and the, the wind was blowing and the water was hitting hard against the boat. Have you ever been hit hard by a wave? Listen, I've been hit hard just playing on the beach, playing with the wave. The wave will knock you out. The wave will knock your clothes off. Right. Okay. <laughs> that may have happened to somebody or if you've ever been in a boat, I've been in a boat where it just got a little rough and we got seasick. This was a major storm. But here's what the Bible said. Jesus saw them. All right. He was praying and he had his eyes on them all the time. They didn't know that Jesus was there. He said, I'm going to, you know, go into the go in the go in the boat and you go to the other side. But Jesus was not physically there, but Jesus saw them. He saw them when this was all happening. I want to let you know tonight that Jesus is his eyes are on you right now. Jesus sees the storm. Jesus sees what you're going through. He saw his disciples in trouble. And he was he, not for one second did he take his eyes off of them. The Bible said he saw them rowing and he saw them toiling at night. But his eyes, the Bible says his eyes are go to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on the behalf of those who love them. Listen, Jesus saw Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fire. Jesus saw a young man named Daniel in the lion. Then Jesus saw Samson. He, they, he saw that they were making fun of him. But Samson prayed, God, renew my strength one more time. And Samson killed more Philistines in his death than in his life. Uh -huh. God is Jehovah Rohi. It means the Lord who sees. The Bible says in Psalm 34, 15, the eyes of the Lord.
Lord are on the righteous and his ears attend unto their cry. I want to let you know tonight, Jesus sees you. You may not believe it. You may not feel it sometime, but Jesus sees what you're going through. Come on. Somebody say his eyes are on me. While those disciples were in that boat and they were fighting for their life, his eyes were on his disciples. His eyes are on his children. And right now, tonight, God just wants to reassure you that his eyes are on you. Come on, somebody. Somebody say his eyes are on me. God loves me that much. His eyes are on me. Jesus, listen, doesn't just see the storm. Uh He sees your struggle in the storm. Come on. Jesus doesn't just see a pandemic, but he sees the people panicking in the pandemic. Father, I thank you because he doesn't look with a general look, but he looks very specifically and he sees you. He doesn't see just the storm. Yes, he sees the winds. Yes, he sees the waves, but his 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 vision is not just on the storm, but he sees your struggle in the storm and God wants to be your strength in the storm. Come on. Father, I thank you because he sees the storm and he sees your struggle in the storm, but God wants to be your strength. And tonight, God is saying to us that he is going to strengthen you for the storm that you're dealing with right now. You may not feel like that you can make it. You may not feel like you're going to get over this thing, but his eyes are on you. Come on, somebody. His eyes are on you tonight. God wants you to hear that tonight. You can find strength in the storm. Because the source is in the storm. He is our source and he was right there. The disciples didn't wreck. I could could see the mountains as we happened to be there. Up in that mountain, you get a perfect view of this Sea of Galilee. Jesus saw them struggling. I want you to know tonight, Jesus sees you. You may not feel like it sometimes, and you may be wondering, God, where are you? I've been dealing with this thing. This thing has hit my home. This thing has hit my mother. This thing has hit my father. It's hit my children. We're going through so much. My finances, my job. Come on. I want you to, God wants you to hear tonight that his eyes are on you. He doesn't see the, the storm. He sees your struggle in the storm, and he's going to be your strength. Lord, I thank you tonight. I thank you because your eyes are on us tonight. There's another. This was not the first time. Please get this. This was not the first time that these disciples were in the in a storm with Jesus. In Matthew chapter eight, before this, and it's also in Mark four, Jesus had just finished ministry again. He jumps into the boat with the disciples to get. He was this time they were crossing the Sea of Galilee to get to the other in the other direction. And Jesus goes to sleep. Many of you know this. Jesus went to sleep in the boat. A crazy storm arose on the same sea. Hit the disciples again. And here are these disciples. They are struggling to survive. And Jesus is sleeping in the boat. Come on. They are struggling to survive. And Jesus is sleeping in the boat. And they go wake up Jesus. Look at what they said in Mark 4.38. They said, Jesus was sleeping on the cushion and the disciples woke him up and said, Teacher, don't you care we are going to drown? 
They, they approach Jesus with attitude. Jesus, where are you? What's, what, what are you doing, Jesus? You're sleeping. Don't you even care that we're about to die? Don't you care that this, that this boat is going under? Listen, God, his eyes might have been closed, but his heart was open. Come on. He knew exactly what was happening in that boat. He was just testing their faith. He was stretching their faith. He was growing their faith. In this storm, God is growing your faith. His eyes are on you. He knew what was happening in that, in that moment. Father God. God, I thank you. I thank you, God, because you see the storm, you know the struggle, and you want to be our strength. Come on, somebody needs to receive this tonight. He sees your storm. All right, he sees the storm, he knows your struggle, and he wants to be your strength. Jesus woke up, and the Bible said he rebuked the wind and the waves. Oh, man. And they obeyed him. Are you walking on water or are you watching the waves? Are you walking on water or are you watching the waves? Jesus, his eyes are on you and he will show up at the right time. They would, Jesus knew when to get up when he was sleeping. And Jesus, look, he didn't, he saw them struggling to survive, but Jesus doesn't just want you to survive. Come on. He wants you to thrive. Come on, somebody. We're not just here to survive, but we are here to thrive. And God said, I've come that you might have life. So he is going to preserve life in the midst of the storm. He is the source of life. Even when people think you won't make it, even when people have already written you off, and even if you think that you can't make this, Ah, oh, God, I bless you. I see Reggie saying that she, she heard a word from like this from T.D. Jakes today. God, I thank you because, listen, he knows how to put things together. Even when you don't think you can make it, Jesus sees you. He sees the storm and the struggle, but he's coming through for you. Watch what the word of God says. In the midst of all of this, it says this. And this story, when they were on the boat, Jesus showed up. Mark 6.48 says he came in the fourth watch of the night. Jesus showed up walking on the water. Come on. Jesus was up in the mountain praying. And at the moment he needed them the most, Jesus showed up. This was a Kairos moment. This was the precise appointed time for Jesus to show up on the water. And here comes Jesus walking on the water. Ah, Lord, I thank you. Listen, Jesus will show up in the right time in your situation. He's watching, but he's about to show up in the right time in the fourth watch of the night. Can I tell you when that is? Avenel, good to see you. I just gave you a shout out um, and, and told everybody on here how when we, when we spoke, what you said to me triggered tonight's session. God did it. Look at this. The Jews had four nights of the watch. The first one was from 6 p.m. So 6 to 9 p.m. was the first watch. 9 to 12 was the second. 12 to 3 a.m. was the third. But the fourth watch of the night was from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Jesus showed up at 3 a.m. These men were exhausted. They were fighting for their life. They didn't think they could make it. But in that moment, here comes Jesus. I want you to know tonight, I want to remind you and just encourage you that he is a right time, on time, all the time God. He sees what is happening in your life right now. And God has put it on me tonight to say to you and everybody listening here that you may be dealing with a storm, but God sees what you're dealing with and he's about to show up in your in, in the midst of this. He will come in. Come on. Father, we Lord, we thank you because you are going to bring peace in the storm tonight. 
God, you're going to show up in the storm. Uh, are you walking on water or are you watching the waves? We're going to get there. We're going to get there tonight. Listen, if this is blessing you and somebody you know, uh, you know that needs to hear this, share the stream if you haven't already. Come on. Jesus showed up in the fourth watch of the night walking on water. But when he shows up, the disciples have no idea what's going on. They thought it was a ghost. Ah, uh, they thought it was a ghost. They thought it was a ghost. And Jesus said, listen, men, take courage. Do not be afraid. The first thing he tells him is, listen, don't be afraid. It's me. It's Jesus. Jesus showed up in the midst of the storm to help them, but they didn't recognize him. Father, I thank you. You know, sometimes when we're going through the storm, Jesus will show up and you won't recognize him. I won't recognize him because we're not looking. We're looking for him to come on a boat and rescue us and take us from one boat to the next boat. But he comes showing up walking on water. You think Jesus is going to come this way to help you because you've been praying, asking God for this. But Jesus shows up in another way. We've got to be open. Don't miss Jesus. He is going to show up in your storm. He's not left you. He said, I will never leave you. I will never fail you. I'll never forsake you. So be encouraged tonight. He is right there. And sometimes when he shows up and reveals himself, he's always there. But when he reveals himself... You may not recognize me if you're looking for a certain way. God may show up in the f and, and bring help to you from somebody that you don't expect to be your help. From somebody that you don't even like. Oh, come on. Let me not go there. But God knows how to, 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 to minister to you. He knows how to help you in the time of, of a storm. He knows what you need. And God is saying tonight that the storm is not going to take you out. You're about to walk on water. Come on. Take your eyes off the waves. Stop watching the waves. Listen, waves are overpowering. If you've got, if you've ever been hit, like I told you, with a wave, you know the waves are overpowering. Ah, uh, but there's no power greater than the power of God. Let's get it tonight. Come on, Lord, I thank you tonight. He is in the midst. He is in your in the middle of your storm. God, we're gonna walk on water and not watch the. The waves tonight. What happened when Jesus showed up on the water? Jesus shows up on the water. Peter now. I love Peter. We talked about Peter last week. Peter's just an ordinary man. And the Spirit of God touched him and he did extraordinary things. This is the same Peter. What did Peter do? He said, Jesus. Peter stood up and said, Jesus, if it is you, tell me to come. God, what, if it is you, tell me to come on the water. I love Peter. Peter didn't say, the first thing I would do if Jesus showed up and he's walking on the water, first of all, I'm going to be, you know, I'd be losing my mind. But the first thing I'm going to do is, God, take us out of the storm. Take me out of the storm. Take me to the land. Get us get safely. Peter didn't ask Jesus to take him out of the storm. He didn't ask to come out of the storm. He said, Jesus, if it is you, bid me to come. Tell me to come. And then Peter, and then and God answers him. Listen to what, what Peter did. Peter didn't say, Jesus, look, Jesus, um, I want to come on the water. No, no, no. He was, this was a very specific ask. What he was asking God for in the midst of this storm, tell me your will, Father. If it is your will for me to step out of this boat, I'm coming. 
in the midst of the storm, sometimes we're asking God to take us out and do this and do that. We've got to say, God, what is your will? What do you want me to do in this storm? What do you want from me right now in the storm? Ah, Lord, I bless you. Facebook, you still there with me? I see something like, are we, are we frozen on Facebook? Let me just make sure we're still good. Amen. Amen. Facebook, somebody from Facebook, let me know that we're good. Thank you, Wad. We don't want some interruptions tonight. We want to get the word of God out tonight. He didn't say, Jesus, take me out of the storm. Listen, in the midst of the storm, we've got to say, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? How do you want me to handle this Handle this thing? What is it that you want me to do? That's what Peter was saying. He said, God, if it is you and you want me to come, tell me to come. And Jesus spoke the word. We've got to be responsive. We've got to ask God. When God shows up, we've got to say, God, what is it? What do you want me to do? Jesus, Peter's, all Peter wanted to do was get close to God. Get close to Jesus in this moment. Listen, storms sometimes get, have a way of drawing us closer to God. God can use some of this. Sometimes he can use the storm for correction. He can use storms in our life sometimes for perfection. He perfects our faith or he matures our faith. Count it all joy when you fall into different trials. So sometimes in the storm and in the struggle, we are learning and we are growing and we're being strengthened. And listen, I want to encourage you tonight. The storm is not going to take you out. The storm is not going to take you out. We're, going to, we're about to walk on water. Somebody get ready to walk on water. We're not watching the waves. We're not letting the waves stop us. We're not letting the circumstance stop us tonight. We're about to walk on water. God is going to help us tonight. So listen, Peter asked Jesus, if it is you... Tell me to come. Ah, and I love Jesus. You got to love Jesus. All Jesus said to Peter, Peter, Jesus said, all he said was come. One word, one word from Jesus. Peter asked Jesus what to do and Jesus said come. Jesus didn't tell him, listen, Peter, if you want to walk on water, you need to keep your balance. You need to step with the left foot first and the right foot. Jesus just said come. Oh, Lord, when God speaks in the midst of your storm, even he may give you one word. We've got to pay attention to the word that God gives us. And we've got to we got to hold on to that word. In one word, he said, come. He didn't say anything else but come. But in that one word, come, there was direction. In that one word, come, there was protection. There was a promise that if you follow my instruction, Peter, if you get out of the boat, you're going to be all right. I know it looks crazy right now, Peter, but if you do what I'm telling you to do, it's going to be okay. Come. That's all that Jesus said. Jesus didn't repeat himself. Come on. Father, I thank you. Jesus did not repeat himself. He spoke once, one word. That's as simple as it gets. Come. That's all that, that's all that Jesus said. And I love Peter. Peter waited to hear what God was going to say. Some of us, we ask God to show us direction. We ask God what we should do, and we don't wait for the answer. We already start walking. We already start moving, but God hasn't fully given you direction yet. You haven't received the download from God. You haven't received the full instruction for God. Listen, please, please take this in. 
Don't be presumptuous with the promises of God. Don't be presumptuous with the promises of God. We are not to operate with presumption. We operate with direction. You don't do things because you feel that God is going to, this is, you know, God is going to protect you because he's supposed to protect you in this. You've got to have a direct word from God in the storm before you move. You don't jump in front of a car and say, I know God is going to protect me. That's being presumptuous with the promises of God. Peter waited to see what God would say, what Jesus would say in that moment. Jesus said, come. Ah, the moment Peter heard the word come, Peter wasn't playing no games. Peter was ready to move. Peter jumped out of the boat and he just began to move. Peter doesn't play, but he waited to hear the word. Someone just needs to just to still yourself before God tonight. What do you want me to do, God? I've tried this. I've done this and I'm still dealing with this or my, this is still happening in my family. How do you want me to respond right now in this storm, God? What do you want me to do? Whatever you want me to do in the storm, God, I'm going to do it because I trust you. Whatever your word is, whatever you say to me, I'm going to do it. We've got to be whatever Jesus said. Peter responded. Peter didn't ask Jesus to repeat himself. Peter wasn't checking anything else. Jesus said, come, and that was enough for Peter. If he, Jesus, Jesus said it, I believe believe it it settles it for me somebody's got to be like that tonight come on when jesus said something when he gives you a word you've got to move on the word jesus said come and peter stepped out of the boat i'm gonna get we're gonna get there we're about to walk on water we're about to walk on water yeah this let me can i show you show something to you this was not the first time that peter got out of a boat for jesus this was not the first time he left the boat. The very first time Peter meets Jesus, Jesus told Peter, come, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Peter left his boat on the seashore, and he followed Jesus from that day on. Peter, Peter understood when Jesus said something, he was going to do it. So Jesus said, come, and Peter now steps out of the boat. Ah, he didn't try to figure out the best way to do it and the right way to do it. And he didn't, you know, he wasn't taking, he, Jesus said, come. And Peter stepped out of the boat and he began to walk on water. Can I show you how ridiculous the expectation of Jesus was? First of all, who's, well, walking on water ain't, ain't an ordinary thing, okay? But he was expecting this man, Peter, to step out of a boat onto water in the middle of the storm where the waves were knocking the boat and pushing against the boat and knocking him over. But Jesus said, come. What did Jesus say in that moment? Jesus said in that moment, if you follow me and if you listen to what I'm saying and you obey me, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to protect you. You can walk and stand in a middle of a storm as hard and as difficult and as strong as the wind is blowing you're going to make it but you've got to obey what i'm saying i want you to understand tonight that god is telling us tonight he's saying to you that you are going to make it it doesn't matter how strong the wind is it doesn't matter how powerful the waves are you can walk on water you can walk on water says god you're going to walk out this storm you're going to live through this thing you're not just going to survive it but you're going to thrive through this ah Lord, we thank you tonight. 
Faith over fear. Yes, Samantha. Faith over fear. Reggie, come on. Peter steps out of the boat on a, um, and, and he, begins, he begins to walk. And what happened to Peter? You know that Peter walked. Can you imagine what was going through his mind? That he's, he's, he's walking on water. He's walking on water. But Peter looks up and he sees the, the wind. Matthew 14, 30 says, But when he saw the strong wind and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Peter began to sink when he saw the waves and when he saw the wind. The wind was, was blowing the same way. The waves were raging the same way as when Peter stepped out. The only difference was Peter took his eyes off of Jesus. Jesus saw them. From the mountains, his eyes were on them. But the question is always, is, is he, his eyes are on us. But the question is, is our eyes on him? When Peter had his eyes on Jesus, everything was good. But when Peter took his eyes off of Christ and started to look at the waves and started to, to, to see the blowing of the wind, Peter began to sink. I want to say to you tonight, the first thing that went down was faith, not Peter. The first thing in that moment that fell was faith, and then Peter fell. Faith fell, and then Peter fell. We have got to stay strong in faith in the midst of the storm. There are going to be, there are going to be storms, and we're dealing with storms, and many of us are dealing with storms right now, but we've got to keep our eyes fixed on him, and we've got to keep our faith. When Peter, Peter's faith fell... And then Peter began to fall. Ah, God, I thank you tonight. Listen, we are about to walk on water. I've been saying it, but I want to I show it to you tonight. We have got to walk on water. Don't watch the waves, but walk on water. God wants you to walk on water. This is an everyday thing. This is not just about stepping out on the Sea of Galilee, but every single day of your life. God wants you to walk on water. We are water walkers. Come on. I'm getting ready to walk on water tonight. God wants us to walk. There are four things that I want us to see tonight. There are four things in this story. But what happened with Peter? What did Peter do? And then I'll tell you the four things. When Peter stepped out of the boat, I want to say to you, if you read this story carefully in all three Gospels and you read the account of this story very carefully, you will realize that when Peter stepped out of the boat, Peter was not standing on water. Come on, stay with me. Peter stepped out of the boat, but Peter was not standing on water. I know this sounds strange, but this is something we've got to get. Water walkers, I love it. Water walkers, come on. Peter stepped out of the boat, but he wasn't standing on water. Peter was standing on the word of God. Jesus said, come, one word, and on that word, Peter moved. We have got to stand on the word of God. Peter was standing on the word. What held him up in that moment was the word. What is going to hold you up in your time of crisis is the word of Christ. What will keep you is, is, is it's the Christ in the crisis that is going to help you. We have got to stand on the word of God. We need the word of God. That's what Peter was standing on, and that's what you are called to stand on every 
every day. We've got to stand firm on the word of God. We stand on this word. Father, we thank you tonight. We're going to stand on the word of God. We stand on your word. And Father, that we are not going to go under, but you are weird. You are right there with us. Your eyes are on us. And we stand on that word tonight. Lord, in the name of we're going to stand on the word. You said you will never leave us and you will never forsake us. So even in the storm, you are there. You said that we can have peace in the midst of the storm. So we stand on that word. He said he will bless you and you're going out and you're coming in. Stand on the word. God said that he is going to make you the head and not the tail. Stand on the word. He said that healing belongs to his children. Stand on the word tonight. Come on. We have got the word. So Peter wasn't standing on water. Peter stood on the word. We've got to stand on the word of God in the, in the storm. Lord, I thank you. There are four things I want you to see tonight that we have in this story. We're walking on water. There is the word and there is water. But then we've got wind and waves. Oh, you got to find the right side to be on. We've got the word and we've got water, and then we've got wind, and then we've got waves on the other side. We need to stand on the word. Watch this now. Fizz out. Good to see you. Watch this. The word. Peter stood on the word. We've got the wind. We've got the word, and we've got water, wind, and waves. We, we, I want us to get this tonight because this is going to help us. Who is the word? Come on. Who is the word? We know that Jesus is the word and the word became flesh. We've got word and we've got water. When Peter stood, stepped out, he was standing on the word of Jesus. He stood on the words of Jesus. Jesus said, come, we've got to stand on the word of Jesus. Every promise we we've So we've got the word and we've got water. So the word is Christ. The word is Christ. Ah, but we've got the word and we've got water. We've got the word and we've got water. We've got the word and we've got water. Water represents the Holy Spirit. Come on. Water is a symbol of the Holy Spirit. Out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. We stand on the word, but we walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. When Peter was walking on that water, he was moving in the power of the Holy Spirit. It was not his strength, but it was the power of the Spirit. We need the word and we need the water. We need Christ and we need the Holy Spirit. Though we stand on the word, but we move by the power of the Holy Spirit. He was moving and walking on water by the power of the Holy Spirit. Every single day of your life, we've got to walk on water. What do I mean? We've got to move in the power of the Holy Spirit. When you move and walking on water is about walking in the power of the Spirit. He stood on the word, but he walked by the power of the Holy Spirit. Ah, Father, I thank you. Come on. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. We are water walkers tonight. We are walking in the power of the Spirit, not by our might and our power, but by the power of the Spirit. Every single miracle that Jesus ever did was performed through the power of the Holy Spirit. Can I show this to you? Everything. God, I thank you. Shannon, I, good, good to see you on, Shannon. Everything. Jesus was fully God and he was fully man. His humanity required the power of the Holy Spirit. But his divinity submitted to the power of the Holy Spirit. 
everything that Jesus did, every miracle. He, walking on the water for Jesus was done through the power of the Holy Spirit in his life. His humanity required the power of the Spirit. But his divinity submitted to the power of the Holy Spirit. It is the power of the Holy Spirit that will cause you to walk on water in the toughest storms. You are still walking forward. You are still moving forward. You are still trusting God while you're standing on the word and you're walking in the power of the Spirit. We've got to stand in the, on the word and walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. We've got the word and we've got water. Come on. We've got to walk on water. Because there's some wind and there's some waves that are coming against you. Winds are going to blow against you. Winds are going to blow. We, winds, will, winds can be the opinions of people blowing in your direction. It can be the diagnosis from a doctor. It can be the prognosis and the determination of a lawyer. It can be people speaking and voices speaking against you. There are winds that are blowing in your direction. Are you listening to the wind or are you hearing the word? Come on. Lord, we've got the word and we've got water because there are winds and there are waves coming at you. But we have got to hear the word and move by the power of the spirit. Are you hearing the word or are you listening to the wind? I'm not listening to the wind. I'm not listening to the wind that people that people may be blowing in my direction, whatever they may be saying about me, what, however they may be writing my script and writing my whatever it is. We've got to move. We are anchored on the word and we've got to stand on the word. There are waves that are coming at you. These waves are overpowering. This represents the circumstances, the, 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 the things that are around you that you don't know how to get out of. And you're dealing with the pressure points in life and you're trying to deal with this thing. We need the word and we need water to deal with the wind and the waves. Come on. Father, I thank you tonight. We've got the word. And we've got water. We've got the word who is Christ. We stand on the words of Jesus. We stand on the promises of Jesus. But we move according to the power of the Holy Spirit. You, we stand on the word. We move in the power of the Spirit by faith. The word, the water, by faith. This is how we are supposed to move. God, I thank you tonight. God wants us to get this word tonight. You're dealing with wind and you're dealing with waves. But God said there is a word and there is water coming your way. I've got a word. You've got to stand on my word and you've got to walk on water. Walk in obedience in the power of the spirit. That's what I mean tonight when I say walk on water. We are walking in obedience Storms are going to show up to disrupt and, and the, the promises of God in your life. Every word of God concerning you will be challenged. The word of God concerning your health is going to be challenged. Your health is going to be challenged. You might come into things or family members, but God's word is that you are, are uh, that, that healing belongs to you. Healing belongs to his children. He, the devil is going to challenge the word will challenge every promise in your life. Don't believe that it's just because God made a promise. It's going to, there is, there are, they will challenge the word. Let me show this to you. Father, I thank you tonight for the word and the water. Ah, come on. Somebody, we got to be thankful for that tonight. Lord, I thank you tonight. I bless your name tonight. Look at this. Now, I told you earlier that Jesus was asleep on another boat. When they had another storm, the disciples woke, disciples woke him up and said, Jesus, what are you doing sleeping? Can't you see that we're struggling here? Well, Jesus, well, why are you sleeping? 
what, what was, where was Jesus going? I want us to get this because remember what I said. There will be storms that challenge your assignment. There will be storms that challenge your identity. Do you understand who you are? There are storms that challenge the promises of God. Jesus and his disciples were in a boat and they were traveling. They were traveling to uh, Gadara. All right. Gadara was a place where Jesus was about to minister to a man filled with legions of demons. He was about to minister in Gadara and release this man and heal people in this place. But guess what? A storm arose. Jesus stood up and this is what Jesus did. The Bible said he rebuked the wind and the waves and they obeyed him. Jesus rebuked these winds and waves the same way he would rebuke an evil spirit. I want us to see tonight that sometimes the storms can come from the enemy to disrupt the plan of God in your life, to disrupt, disrupt what God wants to do in your life. But you've got to, in those moments when, this, when, this, when the storm shows up, your faith has to stand up. When God makes a promise and the storm shows up, your faith has to stand up and take a hold of every promise so you can get to the place. You can get to the other side. Your faith must grab the promise to get to the place because there is a storm coming. But Lord God says, he says, tonight you are not the st- you're going to the storm will not take you out god is going to bring you out come on somebody the storm will not take you out but god will bring you out tonight in jesus name he rebuked the winds and the waves and the disciples said what kind of man is this even the wind and the waves obey him let me bring this thing to a close tonight when you read this story The disciples looked like they were dealing with a problem. Yes, they were dealing with a big problem on this Sea of Galilee. A storm that almost took their life. But every problem you have, there is a promise. Here's the promise that they should have seen and held on to while they were in the storm. Right from Matthew 14, 22. Jesus said to the disciples, get in the boat. Go before me to the other side. When Jesus sent them to the other side, he said to them, I will meet you on the other side. That was a promise that they were going to make it. He knew the storm was about to come, but he was giving them a promise that they're going to make it to the other side. Jesus has given you a promise that he is going to keep you even in this pandemic. He is going to bring you through the, the, the most difficult season of, that we have seen in history. God is going to take you through. So you've got to hold on to the promises of God and don't look at the problems. Lord God, we thank you. Jesus showed up in the midst of the storm he helped peter he peter walked he put him back in the boat and the bible says immediately they got to the land this was a second miracle the first miracle was walking on water they were in the middle of the sea this sea was 13 miles long eight miles wide but when jesus showed up immediately they got to the other side Jesus is about to show up for somebody. I've been saying that this by the end of this year, God is going to turn it around. Major breakthroughs are coming. Even in the midst of a storm, God is about to bring you out. Just keep believing God. Walk on the word and walk by the water, the power of the Holy Spirit. Don't watch the winds and the waves. The wind and the waves obey Jesus. They must obey God. Wind and waves obey Jesus. That is not the question. The question tonight is, will you obey Jesus? Will I obey Jesus? Father God, we thank you tonight. The winds and the waves obey you. 
So, Lord, I'm going to obey you. I'm going to submit to you. Father, in Jesus' name, whatever you say to us in this storm, whatever the word, God, release the word. God is going to release the word. I pray that in the next 24 hours, God is going to release a word for some of you. You are asking God for direction. Let it happen. Father, in Jesus' name, he is going to give you a word. And when he gives you the word, this is what you hold on to. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you tonight. We are going to walk on water. We are going to stand on your word and walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. We will not watch the winds and will not watch the the waves. Lord, because you have power over these things. And God is saying to us tonight that in the midst of this storm, be encouraged. Be encouraged because he sees the storm, but he sees your struggle in the storm and he's about to be your strength in the storm and he is going to give you peace in the midst of the storm. Father, in Jesus' name, I speak to storms that are raging in the health of your people. God, I call them names before you tonight. Father God, I speak healing tonight in Jesus' name. They are storms that are threatening the health of your children and family members, but tonight we speak the name of Jesus over over that storm. We speak the Prince of Peace in that storm right now. There is healing in the name of Jesus for that health issue now. Father, for the financial storms, God, we release healing right now. We release abundance right now. Even in financial storms, God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you tonight. Lord, we are going to obey you. We're going to stand on your word tonight. We are going to walk on water, Father, in Jesus' name tonight. Lord, I thank you tonight because you are doing it in the name of Jesus. We are going to walk, God, in the power of the Spirit, obeying you, Father, in Jesus' name. I release that now. Give us the faith to walk on waters and not be overwhelmed by waves. Give us the faith to stand on your word. God is saying to you tonight, there's somebody tonight, you are so discouraged that you want to walk out. Father, in Jesus' name, I sense you tonight. Somebody tonight is listening to me and you are so discouraged, you are ready to walk out. Don't walk out. Father, I thank you because God is about to walk in. Don't walk out tonight. God is about to walk into your situation. He's been seeing you all the time, but he's going to reveal himself now. Father, in Jesus' name. Lord, I, I, I come against that, that, that right now, that thinking, and, that, and I pray for strength, God, that, that, that they will not walk out and not walk out right now. But Lord, you are about to walk in and you are about to change. You are about to become strength for them in the storm. You're about to bring peace in the storm. Father, in Jesus' name tonight, I speak it now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you because you're going to move in. Come on, somebody. Immediately when Jesus showed up, that boat that was in the middle of a storm, he took that boat to the other side. God is about to shift things in your life. This storm is not taking you out, says God. Father, in Jesus' name, be encouraged tonight. Be encouraged by the word of God tonight. His eyes are on you. Don't look at the wind and the waves. We've got the word. We move on the word. And we have got water, the power of the spirit. Whatever the wave, whatever the wind that you're dealing with, there is power in the name of Jesus to see you through. Father, in Jesus' name, we are walking on water tonight. In the name of Jesus, Father, I seal it tonight. In Jesus' name, 
I seal it tonight in Jesus' name. That God has already turned some things around for people, but I'm saying to you, before the end of this year, before the end of 2020, God is bringing you out. Whatever these storms are that you're dealing with, be encouraged. There is coming a swift turnaround. God is about to do it. In Jesus' name tonight, receive it. In Jesus' name, amen, somebody, amen. Amen. God bless you tonight. God bless you. Thank you for joining me tonight. I really feel the Holy Ghost tonight. God wanted us just to be reminded in our storm, we will have peace in the midst of the storm. He rebuked the wind and the wave. God has complete control in your situation. Just keep looking to him. He's going to bring you out of the storm. You may not see the way out, but all you need to do is see Jesus and Jesus will lead you out. Father, thank you tonight. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. You know what? I, I actually did a video when we were in Israel on the Sea of Galilee, um, right at the sea. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reshare it tomorrow morning um, on, on the page tomorrow. You'll see it. And uh, it deals with some of this, but completely different. So I'll encourage you with that video. Eric, God, all right, God bless you. Faisal, everybody on here, thank you. Faisal, happy wedding anniversary. I believe it was today or yesterday. God bless you and your wife. Thank you. Uh, wonderful people of God. I see Pastor Jeremiah. God bless you. Thank you guys for being on and for sharing this. If it has blessed you, make sure you share it with somebody and tag somebody. And please remember, next week, next week we'll be doing it a little bit differently for those who are on Facebook. I will be shifting over to the Pastor Donnie Prasad page. Uh, do you know why? Simple. I'm just stepping out and following God. That's why. And I'm, I'm doing it and doing it that way and just allowing God to have his way and, and to grow what God has been doing here on the Thrive Life. So I thank you, everybody who's been helping. God bless you, Faisal. Everybody who's been helping to share this. You are just partnering with what God is doing to share this to be a blessing to somebody and I'm stepping out in faith and doing what God has told me to do and we're going to come from the Pastor Donnie Prasad page as we look to grow this and just be a blessing to more people so thank you thank you all tonight on IG and Facebook for being with me I'm going to sign off tonight and we will see you next week and please follow the ministry we are uh, of course you know in the in Toronto where we are we can't gather in person for church anymore, but we are still going to be live at 10 p.m. on the ESP Worship Center page. So look forward to seeing you this Sunday morning at 10. Did I say 10 p.m.? <laughs> if I did, I meant to say 10 a.m., okay? God bless you guys tonight. Um, God bless everybody tonight. Amen. Amen. <laughs>